What is going on? And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski. This is episode number 21. And I am joined today by my good buddy, Steve Feast. Steve, how are you today? Joe, I am doing fantastic. Longtime listener, first time talker. I know. How exciting. So glad to have you. As you know, we've said in previous episodes, we wanted to try and have more people involved, getting other people on. So here we are, starting with that. And one of the reasons why, you know, it was, it was interesting to have friends come on, especially friends that are from different areas. Like, um, even though when I had Evan on, he comes from, originally from Erie, Erie. PA, Erie yeah. PA, but was talking about a story from Conshohocken, but he had no no stories of ghost ships on Lake Erie or anything like that. And then you grew that up. That would be great. Wouldn't it? I, I, I wish he had that. I know. So we were talking about once... Um, you know, getting through the pandemic and once it's like, you know, easier to travel around, getting out there and seeing what we can find. Interesting. And, you know, there has to be. There definitely has to be oh, something yeah. like Lake Erie. Oh, yeah. All of those like ports and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's cold. It's winter. I'm sure there's a yeah. lot of like, yeah, and the boy went out on the roof and he never came back yeah. in. And on every third night of the full moon, you can see the boy's face. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely something. Yeah. And yeah. he just doesn't know it. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's not, fair. Not, not his thing. And that's okay. I'm sure if like, I talked to like his parents, they would probably, probably have a story. So, but either way, I mean, that's the thing. So you're, you grew up in Shemokin, Pennsylvania. I did. Yeah. So fortunately, yeah. Not many people know where that is. No. So Shemokin is about an hour north of Harrisburg. So yeah. Middle of the state, we probably consider ourselves. I say, I say, I'm from Central PA. We're mm. definitely get thrown in there with like northeastern PA as well. Uh, so it's kind of on the middle there, but coal country. Yeah, it's, born, co- it's coal country. Yeah, born on coal, died yeah. <laughs> died on coal. <laughs> I mean, it seriously, yeah, it's, it did. it's a in the last hundred years. So like 1920s when coal was king and everything was booming. I think Shemokin had about like 21,000 people. Mm. Population today is like seven. So in a hundred years dropped two thirds of its population. Yeah. That's incredible. It's crazy. And I mean, that's, I mean, you, you moved here for opportunity. Yeah. There's not, there's not a lot up there and it, it's, it's unfortunate. And if you're in more, I'll say governmenty type of industries you're good so teachers hospital yeah prison, prison. you know any you know those type of things that are a little bit more on the government side there are jobs aplenty and that being right. said and business and sales yeah and yeah. there's a few distribution centers and stuff like that uh, yes <laughs> so, absolutely yeah it's a you know. cheap land so you have a Wegmans distribution Walmart distribution Lowe's is up there yeah so you have a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, so the first time I went there, um, so we know each other via from playing music. Most people, who, everyone who knows us knows that. Yeah. Um, but so the first time I dr- made the drive up to Shemokin, like, I mean, I was blown away just by the scenic views. Oh, it's absolutely and, gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's Appalachia. Yeah. But not, <laughs> but not when, you know, you think Appalachia, you think Hatfield, McCoy, yeah. like, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. But it, I mean, it is the Appalachian mount, Mountains, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, like the people will come there to look at the leaves the same way that people from New York will go up to yeah. Massachusetts to look yeah. at the leaves. And being that this is, uh, you know, 
redriverhorror.com's podcast. If we were to associate that with horror, think of all the great horror movies that have great intros with that kind of like overview of the leaves changing colors through like rolling hills. That's the drive. Single lane road. Yeah. Yeah. Two lane road, I guess. Yeah. But going through, can't see a, a house anywhere, just tree lined. Um, gorgeous. Yeah. And then the, well, the one thing that like, always makes me like laugh like because it's like i you know the only only reason i've ever been to that area other than uh visiting friends at like bloomsburg even though that's what another another 45 minutes east um it depends yeah so it it for sake of this conversation sure sure <laughs> so is it like you know for me going up to that area was either for Knobles. Yeah, which I think I know a lot of people from the Philly area just associate with the Poconos. Yeah, so that's why you guys get that, the, you the know, northeast and, confusion. And that's and that's also the other one. So I said I started by saying about an hour north of Harrisburg, but that's usually the biggest one where yeah. you meet someone and say, "Well, do you know where Knobles is?" Oh my God, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, fifteen minutes from there. <laughs> I love Knobles. Yeah. I, oh my God, I love Knobles, and then I can go into. Well, I, I used to work at Knoebels. I was a ride operator yeah. at Knoebels. Oh, well, what what rides you do? None of the fun ones, you know. No, yeah, None what, of the coasters. The, the bumper boats? You know, bumper boats were some of the best years of my life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't say it's the, the Phoenix or any of the roller coasters, but it was still, still really cool. Yeah. yeah. Right at least you're catching, like, you know, hot day being near water is kind of. Yeah, the heat a little bit. It does, except that it smells like gas, and you have to go refill the the boats, and you're covered yeah. in gasoline, and then some larger lady falls in the water, and you have to jump in to get her out. Yeah, <laughs> sounds uh, it, it's pretty it's magical, magical it summers. It is at Knobles. Yeah, nothing <laughs> like the Jesse Eisenberg movie, Adventureland. Was that Eisenberg or was that the other one? You know, you know my thing with Jesse They're Eisenberg all the same and Michael Sarah, the same person, but Jesse Eisenberg. I, yeah, it definitely is. It's not Michael Sarah. <laughs> it's not Michael Sarah. But um, and then the other thing um, that you know, me and Eddie have gone to is uh, Centralia, C- which certainly, you go, which you go by on the way. So, like, it, you know, for you guys growing up there, I mean, it seems like whenever I've talked about that area with you guys, it's kind of just like you know, it's there. You know, yeah, it doesn't have the same appeal. That did to us to be like, oh look what the you know the mine's still burning and Silent yeah. Hills based on this and it's like, well the si- the Silent Hill thing came much later, and that wasn't even until the movie Silent Hill, and not even the game. So the game doesn't have as much of of the lore of Centralia, and for anyone who doesn't know, Centralia is a town. Well, it was a town. There's still maybe about 10 people that live there, and they don't have a post office or anything like that. But there was a mine fire that started in, I want to say, the 70s. Yeah. I know it definitely went into the 80s, but there was a mine fire that basically engulfed the entire town. It still rages today, and they just bulldozed all the houses. And it's really, it's it's pretty neat to go there. Yeah. Because you just have, the, you have this layout. So imagine any small city or small town, I guess I should say. And you have all the blocks, but there's no houses on it. There's trees and the streets are still paved, but you just have a layout of a town without a town. It's kind of, it's, it's eerie. It's a, it's a total trip, especially when you get up onto that part of the 
the highway. I don't think was that highway ever actually in use or it was just under construction. Yeah, so that so that was Route 61. And Route 61 went right through there. Yeah. And then the fire got so close that the road just started buckling. So they had to literally route around that road and just shut it down and just build a different section of the, crazy. the road. Yeah. I mean, it's like you get like a chill. Like what I did, like, you know, you know, there's the fun part of like the graffiti and all that. But yeah, more so when you get to the right spot, you can see where once, you know, once was a town and the earth, mm-hmm. like even though it's been raised, like the town was raised, there's no buildings. You can tell. Yeah. Like this plot was like the downtown area. Now it's just all, you know, the earth took it Nothing. back. And then the Silent Hill aspect is there's that Russian Orthodox church up at the top of the yep. hill and you can see that. And then there's that in like a couple graveyards and that's it. Yeah, and, the, and then Silent Hill also took, in certain sections, there's these giant standpipes yeah. that they put into the ground to just release the gases so there's not just underground explosions all the time. So Silent Hill took that as well. That yeah. That's like another thing. But it it really was just kind of one of those things like, eh, it exists. It's in I know. Australia. Like, that's what's funny is like, because like, you know, if you hear us talk about it, it's like, whoa. And so I was always like, interested when you guys were just like you go back there you you, you drink beers and carry like you know act like kids yeah yeah and you, basically and, you, and and that's that yeah so. that's pretty much what it was so that's all we did oh i guess speaking of kids ignore those people <laughs> they're coming through <laughs> my kid, dumb things my you kid. did as kids but yeah so that was the one thing that always interested me and then with um the whole coal region itself doing those drives is like you know those towns used to be bigger and used to have so much more than they do now um and then you just drive through and there's like those abandoned rows rows of homes yeah i mean and i I might maybe i'm just being a city jerk by saying they're abandoned maybe they're just not upkept because i think people actually live in some of them well it's it's definitely half and half yeah there are some towns uh especially especially like Schuylkill Haven and like the Schuylkill County area you just go through some of those like Minersville and these downtowns yeah. that you definitely were bustling and now it's just empty store fronts and you know not to speak poorly of that area but it's just a un- unfortunate fact of how it is it is and it's like you know just the way my my mind works is I catch like more of like the vibe kind of like a you know ghostly feel of like what's turning into a ghost town yeah um but i mean it's pretty cool it's worth the drive you know if you got nothing else to do during a pandemic why not just take that drive up 61 yeah and it's definitely a lot of people they love to go through with like motorcycles and they'll oh, yeah. do like big drives up there because again it's gorgeous there's nothing around you're not going to hit traffic probably and no. if you do you know just you're slide just gonna get it. stuck behind a truck yeah, at, it, that's that's the worst case with all scenario. the yeah with <laughs> all the traffic. distribution centers. You're definitely gonna get stuck behind a truck. Yeah, but that but that's the other thing about that area is that there was nothing to do, and that bred stories of people doing weird things and stories of really just boredom of oh well you know what if you go to this town. There's X, Y, and Z, and if you, you got to go up Snake Road, and if you take the third left after uh-huh. the after the tree marked with the X, that's where that's where all the the Satanists go, and like all that kind of stuff. And yeah. 
it just came from, of course, just making stories, and that's what kids do. But there really is just a giant culture. I'm going to call it a culture of you just go out and you go in the woods and you drink, mm-hmm. and that's that's all you do. And I'm sh- I know you guys did that down in the city as well. I guess it's a little bit different for you being in Andorra. So, yeah, I mean, our woods, that's part of, like, you know, Fairmount Park, you know, one of the the largest urban parks in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's also I can walk right through it. <laughs> you know, you, you, the woods we're talking about for years are, are vast. Yeah, the, these are woods that you can drive for. You find a, an old road that is probably illegal for you to be on. It is old by like an old coal mine or something like that. And you can just drive for 10 miles. Just nothing, nothing in the woods. Maybe you'll hit a pothole. Maybe you'll have to slow down a bit, but there's just random roads. that are just cutting through old coal hills. That's trippy. And, and <laughs> you know, and if, if we would have met like five years earlier mm. that like, I mean, hell probably three years earlier, like that was something we did. It, throw a bunch of pallets on the back of a truck and just go out and start a fire. Maybe someone gets some tires and you just start a tire fire. They burn all night. You come home, you're covered in black soot. And <laughs> yeah. Pass is that, is that, is that what you guys will call some hobut shit? That would be hobut shit. Yeah, for sure. That'd be, you know, out the mountain, up the bush, butt, and all the, uh, for anyone who, you know, I guess we we made it this far without even mentioning maybe what Schmokin's most famous for no. at this point. No, the the Tosh point oh the shithole of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a girl burnt down our Dunkin' Donuts, but not really. She just lit a fire in the bathroom, and it, it became a pretty viral clip of a woman. Her, her name is Edna, talking about her cold coffee. And I, I think you guys might have talked about that even on. Oh, on talking uh, nerdy, we watched. Yeah. We watched it over yeah, yeah, yeah. and over again. Yeah. So like, you know, that, yeah. I mean, I I couldn't get enough of it because it was you know I tell the story all the time about the first time I went into that Dunkin' Donuts. That's how it started. Yeah. We first heard the the legend of the Shemokin Dunkin' Donuts. Shemokin Dunkin' Donuts is legendary yeah. for anyone in that area. They will have the longest lines that you'll ever find. For a crappy Dunkin' yeah, Donuts. I mean, it's inc- <laughs> it's incredible because I mean, same thing. First time going there, you know, I got there at night, and then the next day when I was leaving, you know, it's like I hardly saw any cars. Next thing you know, I'm leaving, and there's just a line. Yeah, out into the street. Yeah, into the street for the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through. Yep. So and that's every morning <laughs> because that's another area like that. They're essential workers. Yeah. Everyone's still going to the hospitals, going to the prisons, going to the schools. Like yeah, they schools need, aren't shut down up there and they need coffee. And they need your coffee. There's a Turkey Hill right down the street though. But I guess nobody there, wants Turkey. And there's Hill. multiple like local coffee shops too. Yeah. That are much better yeah. and the same price, but they don't have a drive thru. There you have it. That I mean that's that's it right there. The horror of getting out of your car. <laughs> <laughs> How could you? But I don't know. Either way, so like, what um, you know, what are what are like the what we're gonna talk about? There's another one so, thing I wanted to ask you about before when we didn't check it out, but hopefully we can get back up there. The, the Frankenstein's cave. Yeah. Okay. So 
much like any town and like we we so growing up we had all the same stories that like you talked about on past episodes like the woman in the old house the the broken down you know old factory that you know had a, a ghostly thing going on like basically any abandoned building and mm-hmm. if you couldn't find or realize from the conversation there was many of them always had something with it but there is and it's a few blocks from my house so much like we probably all did who are of our age basically go on your bike you'll leave the house you're gone all day it doesn't matter or you get on the bus and you go down to the city and mm-hmm. no no so we would leave our little small town and i to to kind of circumvent it i grew up in a smaller patch of schmokin that's actually in the township around it called coal township mm-hmm. even more so and then our small village called ranshaw so there was a small town that was kind of outside of Shimokin that I grew up in. And we were kind of more where industry industry was and more of the industrial buildings. So the Walmart was there, Kmart, Ames, all the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. So between my house and Kmart, there was this little path. And behind that path was this cave that had a fr- – the facade of it essentially looked like the skull Frankenstein. So – Big head, the neck, bolts. bolts coming out. And you could, a full body could fit in there. I don't know if I could fit in there today, but as a, a 10 year old, I definitely could get in there. And it looked inside like an old subway station. But that would make zero sense because that would never exist in that area. Hmm. To this day, I still don't know what it was. Probably something railroad related i would think because there was a rail line there actually the path that i I would take was an old rail line so probably something related to that i would assume yeah um but the the big thing of that was always that that there was a girl killed there there's no real story of this and i'll I'll bury the lead right from the 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 get but the story growing up as a kid was don't go back there at night because there was a girl that would kill that that was killed there who would lure you in and then you would die into Frankenstein's cave in Frankenstein's cave. Ooh. And you guys never never went for it? I'm still here talking to you today. So yeah. I assume if I would have went, you would never come I back. I would have never came back. That's a good one though. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And next time when things are not as crazy as they are right now, we definitely got to check that out. Yeah. We get up there try and get some video. Yeah, try well, try and get a, get a camera in there. Yeah, I right now I with the industrial lights that we could get and like giant floodlights, like we could light that whole place up, see exactly what it is. I'm sure <laughs> there's probably a you know an old something laying in there. I mean, probably a bunch of like old condoms and gross things, but but still, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's what it always, isn't that what it always comes down to? It's always beer cans and condoms. Yeah. Beer cans, condoms, teenage, teenage hormones mm-hmm. and illegal, illegally drinking and that, and you know, and that's, I'm sure what a lot of it was that we saw growing up, but there was so much that I ran into on these like back dirt roads because we we were kids. We were 12 we had nothing to do so it's all right well let's push our bikes through the woods let's go see what's up here let's go make a hut let's make a, a little play area and then you just come across these like random ones where it's just like i, I don't want to say that it was 
it has it's definitely pagan of some sort or people just screwing with other people which is always possible but there would just be like rock formations that are definitely not earth made are hmm. definitely human made and the the other side of it is if you if you've ever been up there it's a little bit of a red state sure and and anything outside of of Pittsburgh and and Philly was a red state so we had a big problem with the skinheads really in in the 90s like real bad and i always chalk it up in the back of my mind that that's any anything weird that i ever came up, uh, upon i just assume was like skinhead related yeah and there was a lot of gangs there was there as a prison up there a state prison so a lot of people and a lot of family moved close to be around that so i always assumed that it was just that but there there's one that i will never I I could never understand it and I don't know if I even if I went back there today like it just it would be completely different but where we played for my brother's show for the the benefit so mm-hmm. at the Brady there's that like little picnic grove below there yeah so that wasn't always it, it's owned by the fire company now so it's owned by the Brady fire company but at one point it was owned by the Ranshaw Civics Association which was, you know, whatever, just mm-hmm. something for old people to go and drink coffee on a Tuesday right. once a month and raise money and, you know, whatever. But we were kids and we were we were playing tag. So we'd always play like, you know, lights out tag, like at night, you know, t- big ten, 10 on 10 people kind of like tag thing. And, you know, there'd be a base and someone would always hide up there. So you'd go back there. And then the one mm-hmm. night we just went back there and all it was was bright lights. There was, so there was no cars in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and it was just all these bright lights and a fire in the center. And we we went up there, we like tried to get into it, and you couldn't really see anything other than then there was a fire in the center. Hmm. And then we went back the next day, and there was like not even like beer cans or or ashes from a fire, mm-hmm. and still to this day no explanation of what it was like just something yeah and it, it was just and it was right behind the the picnic ground so like there is a a little fire pit back there and it was in that area but the fire pit was not like burnt like you you can tell I, when you a can fire tell, pit's been used yeah like yeah. the day before especially yeah and like we went up there in the day and it was just like nothing like as if nothing happened yeah huh yeah and i i, I still can't explain it and I'm sure, like, there's probably, like, two other people that would even remember this. Yeah. And one of them is a giant bullshitter that I wouldn't even, like, <laughs> ask. Because he, w- he would have a story that is probably 20 minutes longer than mine right now. Sure. And it'd be like, Dave, that never happened. It'd just be, he'd just embellish it, just yeah. take advantage of the opportunity. He, he's, a, he's a little bit of a storyteller. Yeah. I, I mean, that. you know, I... I I can do. I tend to do the same thing sometimes. So, so yeah, yeah, you know, that happens. But the so, so did you guys have like? Do you know what Gravity Hill is? Or, or like the phrase I mean, Gravity Hill? I mean, is this a sledding hill? Or? No. So, so Gravity Hill is there. There's multiple of them in Pennsylvania. If you ever look it up, like there's there's one that's like Gravity Hill, but there's other ones. And essentially, it's an optical illusion. And but the 
the history always behind it or the or like mm-hmm. the story always behind it is so you go you go and you you park on this this road mm-hmm. and you can obviously see you're going downhill yeah and but if you turn your lights off put whatever flour powdered sugar or whatever on your hood turn off all the lights you're going to go backwards uphill and there'll be handprints on your car what so never had handprints on the car obviously but it there are these hills and and there's one up there that you are you are definitely going downhill and if you put your car in neutral you start going backwards uphill and essentially what it's a it, I, I can I can I can ruin the illusion for you if you'd like. Um, it's starting. I'm. It's starting to ring a bell because I think I saw like a video about this before. Except they they like put a ball on the hill. Sure. So but, so essentially, you're next to another road, and mm-hmm. the road's going uphill, and the road you're on is also going uphill. Mm-hmm. But because of the way the grading is, it looks like you're going downhill because there's a road next to you that's going uphill. So. It's still a trip. It's, a, a it's trip. an absolute trip. But and that was always the added piece was all right, and you turn off all the lights, and you put put flour on the hood, mm-hmm. and you know, she's she, you know, whatever whatever sure. story of the week it was, she's gonna push you back up the hill. Yeah. It was it was always cool. You know, that's so crazy. Like so you start going backwards and then I mean you guys I mean, I, I mean, I can't talk because like the hill we would do, like where we would stop, turn off the lights, honk the horn three times. It's definitely not a safe place to do that. Sure. But now this this is not like, like ready to piss your pants like while doing that sometimes. <laughs> just from, yeah. just from just like there, the so, adrenaline. So there was there's this one night that I always think about, and we were. I want to stay still in high school, and in in high school I had the party vehicle, mm. so my mom had a Chevy Astro van. Nice. Yeah. So like 98 Astro van, eight person seats, you know, the middle seat folds down, all that stuff. Like it was the perfect thing of like, there'd be five or six of us. It's like, okay, well it's cold out and we don't feel like starting a fire. Like let's go sit somewhere in your van and drink and the middle seat will fold down and we could play cards and we'll just have a good time. And then there was other times and I'm sure my mom will never hear this, but there was other times that there'd be like 15 of us in the vehicle mm-hmm. and like a case of beer in the, in the center console <laughs> with someone sitting on top of that. McTavish would be riding shotgun. Mm-hmm. Then it'd be like, you know, four across the middle, five across the back, two people sitting in the far back. And there was a, there was a night that we decided to do like all the, like the haunts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got, we got beer. We sh- listen, if there's anyone listening to this that is of a younger age, do not do what I'm condoning right here, and I'm not condoning this, but we'd get blackout drunk and just drive around. Oh, my God. And <laughs> speaking of Bloomsburg, we, so, like, on the way to Bloomsburg, mm. there is a graveyard, and it's, like, a very, very small graveyard that is, like, off off the road, so you can you take route... 45 if off the top of my head I'm, I think that's what it is between like Shemokin and Ewingsburg where Canopolis is so you would take that all the way to Bloomsburg essentially and there'd be some back roads and stuff like that mm-hmm. but if you take the one back road there's this like little old family cemetery probably has like 20 graves or whatever but two of the graves have cages over top of them so 
Like full. So we don't so to avoid zombies or. So, the story I was always told mm-hmm. growing up was, the kids were killed by there were two kids, a boy and a girl, and they were killed by wolves. And their families put the cages over top of it because if they came back as werewolves, they'd be encapsulated in there Hmm. and they wouldn't be able to get out. So that was the story I was always told growing up. I don't know the real story. I can speculate on probably what it was and maybe like grave robber stuff. I'll stick with werewolves. But I'm I'm going to stick with werewolves. werewolves. So two small little Hmm. baby children killed by werewolves. And so, so we made the like trip. So we went there. And then we take we took the long road to Centralia, which actually goes by where that gravity hill is. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. So we all stopped there. You know, it's like 10, 10, 12 guys in a car. So, like, you know, of course, yeah. no, no one was scared. We were in high school. Yeah. Like, you know, no one was pissing their pants. But the car went got went backwards. We did it like four or five times. It happened every single time. All right, cool. Then we went to Centralia and Centralia was just all right. We went here and we right. drank beer. <laughs> To to bring it all full circle, Centralia was meh. All right, yeah, there's Centralia. Not catching the creepy vibes. No, it's just it's not the the creepiest thing about Centralia is if to me two things. So if you get like a good fresh snow, the patches that there's still like immense heat under the ground that will be like not sm- snow covered, and then everything around it will be covered in snow. That's creepy. And if it's a the right kind of day, the cemetery smokes, yeah, which is really creepy. Yeah, like that's pretty creepy. That's really creepy. Like it is a smoking cemetery. I, I guess again, like it, it's just like ah, oh, that's just what happens in San Charlie, But that's pretty pretty creepy. It's very creepy. Like you catch that on a cold day, and you get when you see that. <laughs> and there's a chill in the air already. Yeah. Then you're looking over a cemetery and it's just smoke rising from the graves mm-hmm. it, because it is. It's rising from the graves. Not like and there are some of those smokestacks, but like it's just the heat just coming from the ground. Yeah. From the ground. Yeah. I'm sure those bodies are nice and charred at this point. Yeah. You know, the nice thing, though, about those people that, that not the not the ones that are burning to death under the the cemetery, but. The ones that had to get relocated other than like the 10 who just refused to leave. Right. Like, and there's people that still live there. Yeah. And and I assume like they, they have to have like every every type of cancer ever. Like there's just. Yeah. They're running that. Sulfur fumes in the air. Yeah. They're running that risk. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, you know, so that's the other thing. It's like first time I went there, I was expecting it to be like kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like I was anticipating these people being like the people that live there being like super standoffish mm. and just like watching your every move. Yeah, like like hills have eyes. <laughs> exactly, type of exactly shit. like a hills have eyes type thing. And uh, mm-hmm. and here comes these people it, yeah. coming to our town. And it wasn't. It was more or less like it's like well, looks like people are back here. Yeah. Well, and that and that's the thing. It it has such a cult following, but then also on top of that a like historical significance to it it is a real like it's a crazy thing that people study so like their schools would go and take trips there and everything and it became a a little bit of a topic of and i'm not gonna i'm not going to give them any advertising on this because i'm not a big fan of them but a local news that came out of shimok and i'm using the term news 
very, very tongue-in-cheek. Keep, keeping it loose. Keeping it loose. Very loose and tongue-in-cheek. But they went up there and did a live video because the spray paint road, they completely covered over now. Right. So, and it was during COVID and people were going there because it was a party place. Like, everything else is shut down. Let's go party in Centralia. So, they just filled the entire thing with dirt. Mm-hmm. And just got rid of all of it. You can't go up there. You can't spray paint your name. So, you got spray paint on dirt. It's like, it makes uh. no sense. So, he went up there and he recorded a video that then got caught up on, like, CNN and MSNBC. And they were all, like, running this of, like, even small coal towns in, in central PA are doing what they can to get rid of COVID. And it's like, that, no, no, not really. If anything, covering it, like, so... Each time I've been there, I've seen like ATVs. Yeah, definitely. So you've just built a bigger ATV track. Oh, well, yeah, that's what, and that's what it was. Like even, <laughs> even like in the video, it's just a bunch of jabronis up there on on quads, just zooming back yeah. and forth, getting drunk, and again, you know, going back to what I said, don't condone it, but that's should, that is the culture. We should start a nonprofit that helps like urban children who ride quads around the city and take them out to the countries. <laughs> it's like, it's a lot safer. This is where they're supposed to be ridden. Let me show you. <laughs> Let me show you why this doesn't work great on Ridge Ave. Yeah. We'll start a nonprofit we'll based out of like West Philly or Kensington. Be like, Kit. it's like, come up here. It's better than taking it out on Henry Avenue or City Ave. You know, it, I'm surprised that something like that hasn't been made in the city yet. Like a, almost <laughs> like an ATV park. Like there's definitely... Yeah, enough of them. Yeah, I mean the the, the issue running that is just the the overall danger. Sure. Of someone of course ripping through on their own and then like, you know, upkeep costs whatever. I don't know. No, yeah, I mean that's that, that's, ro- that's road upkeep. There's all that, and I mean that's a big thing that Shimokin's doing now too. Is that Shimokin has now passed a bunch of these like ordinances. Where all there's like an ATV park up there. It's it used to be where we'd go out and we'd party and everything, and it's oh. it's now owned by, I I I think it's by the county. And it's the Anthracite uh, Outdoor Adventure Area AOA something like that. Yeah, oh. that, that that acronym works. Yeah. <laughs> so they now can ride their quads from this like from the mountains downtown. Like, oh, we want to go to. Do whatever. That's pretty sick. All the restaurants I'm going to say aren't chain restaurants. There's no chain restaurants in Shimokin except for Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin and Dunkin'. Wendy's. But a local restaurant. So they'll just drive their quads down. That's pretty sick. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Not for the people that live there. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. If you're I'm like, oh, man, that's great. But, and, that, and that's what so much of it is. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of people that come up from Philly that come up or come out from Jersey that go yeah. in that area because it it is gorgeous. It is. It, it's such a nice area. And they just tear up the streets and but they bring money to the area and you know, it, there's pros and cons of everything. Yeah. That's I mean that's the other thing I like about it like, you know, is a lot of the things I love about like when we talk about like, you know, horror movies, it's like one of my favorite things is the the scenery and the feel for it. Definitely. You know, not so much the actual like killing. And that's what makes me like doing that drive to central PA so much. And, you know, walking around those towns or, you it, know. It would be an absolutely fantastic area to film a movie. And I know there have been, there have been films shot in Shimokin. Yeah. I'd have to look them up. I could have did my research. I didn't. 
but we could do it right. We could do we it, could it right really now. Do it right now. But there are films that were that were shot in Shemokin. Yeah. Probably some of them being horror movies. I could yeah. only guarantee. But it's cheap. Yeah. And there's not a lot of traffic. You're gonna. You basically could get every good shot that you need it for. Like a. You just think about any late seventies, early eighties horror movie that just starts with that that slow crane shot. Yep. Following the car down the road to evil dead right, uh, exactly if if you think about the start of evil dead that is exactly how every single one of those roads feel yep yep so what'd you let's find see. joe uh let's see so it looks like i mean you've had some like i'm just finding like news articles where there's like people from the area who like came back to shoot oh there. yeah and, and and it's because of the way that everything looks yeah, um, like especially like the your block that you grew up on would be like definitely per- perfect. Just like I love the way that that street's like kind of narrow. Yeah, and like last time we were up there, it had like a nice little fog. Yeah, coming good, through. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, here, here's actually a perfect one. Vampire movie shot in Shemokin appears Saturday for world premiere. Ooh. It's a movie called Vanished. 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 Hmm. Matt Spade. You know, and I I would love to see this movie. I'm, I would be very interested of how I could get a copy of this. Matt, if you are out there listening, please hit me up on Instagram, underscore macho man, underscore Randy Travis, underscore. <laughs> hit me up on Instagram. I would love to see this film. Or honestly, what I'm going to do is after this episode, I'm going to try and reach out to you and see how I can find this. Because the only thing I can find about it is that they premiered it at our community arts center two years ago. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at here is that they did a little, uh, short film festival with a sneak peek of it. Um, yeah. and neat. Oh, you know, and here's a, here's a follow up in April of last year. It's mm-hmm. set to have a release in New York city. Interesting. Actually, there's a whole different movie. It, this is a completely different movie that was also filmed in Shemokin. not mm-hmm. a horror movie. Yeah, here's a here's an old casting call. I don't think whatever this is for. So it's called Fire on the Mountain, but I don't think it was ever Fire shot. But mountain. interesting uh, production description here. It's like it says for the casting, they're gonna do a feature film synopsis. Is Fire on the Mountain is a relentlessly fun and clever addition to the horror genre that sees a, a centuries-old demon terrorizing a small town in Pennsylvania after it's lured out of a coal mine by several teenagers. Interesting. All right. Filled with a slew of endearing characters, memorable dialogue, and razor-sharp wit, the film is hilarious, thrilling, and at turns horrifying head-first plunge into the sun-soaked backroads and sleepy towns of rural Pennsylvania. Dazed and confused meets Jeepers Creepers. Very interesting idea. Not sure if that uh, ever happened because this is just an old casting Yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what the... If it did happen, I don't know how the Rotten Tomatoes looks on that one. No, I mean, honestly, it, 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 to me, it would probably be so bad that it's good. And then, you know, all that local lore and all that kind of stuff that that just really encapsulates that type of area in Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. which, again, like I, I know you talked about it on a few episodes back, Joe. Mm-hmm. But when this is like when this is done or I mean, I guess even now we're we're sitting in the same room together. We you're one of the few people that I actually see and talk to. Yeah, we should just like take a weekend and be like in January. Let's just go to Central PA and just like 
all this stuff still exists. Absolutely. Those, those werewolf cages are still there. Like absolutely. Yeah. Just get out of out of this area and see all the the crazy stuff in yeah. Central PA. Yeah, I mean that's that. Uh, I mean that's a lot of the plans for fun for adding more local thing, like more physical things other than other than movies to redriverhorror.com. So I know that's something we will 100% do and that'll just be so cool. Definitely. You know. And then maybe we'll awake a sleeping demon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I, I mean, I, I you know, kind of kind of I would. But if I'm this, gonna this go whole out, year's kind of been a, a sleeping demon awakened. Might as well. We'll summon Cthulhu. Yeah. We'll summon Cthulhu from the coal mines. Coal, coal region Cthulhu. Yeah. Coal region Cthulhu. Yeah, bought yeah, boy, gonna haunt your dreams. So, if is, any is, if anyone is uh, listening from that area, um, please reach out again. We, we, I'd love to know how how wrong or right I am with everything that I'm saying. Yeah, uh, absolutely. We could do a full. We'll, yeah, because that's the one thing that's cool about like you guys, your your group of friends from up there. Everyone's you know, you know, everyone I've met, friendly folks. Yeah, and uh, you know, probably down to participate and break your balls. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I I have a yeah. That, that's the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah they'd break my balls on, yeah, on anything I'm saying. That's just complete and total bullshit. Yeah, because there's going to be other uh, people from that area coming on at certain points. So like you know, like other friends that'll be coming on. I also reached out to uh, mutual friend Dustin to oh, come nice. on. I mean, his photography is so cool. Yeah, I'd love to you know have him. Like talk about it, and then he's also a film buff. He is. So. He he is, and he stands by his opinions very strong. Which he, he does because sometimes once I have a few beers in me, and I'm just on Instagram, he has all his posts, his yeah. polls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, I'm just at the point where I'm like, these are too fucking hard. Yeah, I'm, so I'm done. He he has a he gets retweeted by, or I guess regrammed by like ABC Six and like all those places, but. He has an Instagram stranger Philly yep. where he just takes photographs of Philadelphia. They're absolutely stunning. He has a great, great eye for it, but he always does these. What, like what movie do you like more or, you know, spaghetti versus linguine linguine. And it's like, <laughs> of course I pick pasta Joe's favorite, yeah. but, but he's been doing the last couple of days, all like the Christmas movies. And there has been backlash. He did. Oh my gosh! It was maybe Muppets Christmas Carol. That's the one that freaked. It was Muppets Christmas Carol versus Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah, and he had he had hate. He had people coming after him, like being like, "Dude, what? Why would you even bring this up? This is ridiculous. Like, that's yeah. not. They're not even the same league. Like, not in the same. I think they're very much. I think it's too hard to decide. Yeah, that's well, what I gave him shit for. <laughs> that exact one. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It was funny. It's like that, and it was making me laugh because we were talking about that on the last episode about a uh, a Christmas Carol, just from like the scary part, like the Jacob Marley thing, and how, that, how that would give us the creeps All of right. children. So I, so I, I had like some weird things that creeped me out as a kid. The I had a nightmare before or nightmare on Elm Street, not nightmare before Christmas. A whole different story. Nightmare on Elm Street board game cool don't know where it is at this point in my life yeah but it had freddy on the side of it i had to sleep in my room facing the other way because if i opened my eyes and i saw freddy from across the room mm-hmm. done I, so. I would not be able to sleep all night 
the other one was Muppet Chris. I so I'm a I'm a very big Muppet fan. Probably my favorite franchise, especially my, definitely my like call it blasphemy whatever. My favorite Disney owned franchise, the Muppets. Uh, on on top of everything else, but Muppets Christmas Carol maybe my number one Christmas movie. That the cemetery scene in that mm-hmm. scares the shit out of me. Yeah, even to this day. Yeah, we didn't even mention that part. And that that cemetery scene, I had a I had a picture book. You know, they would do those like ten page the whole movie in ten pages somehow, mm-hmm. and I had a picture book with that in it. I would skip that page. Really, it, it, <laughs> it was just a picture like, of nope of Scrooge in that. Yeah, and I would just skip it. <laughs> Dude, I mean that's what that's what amazes me. Like the little things that scare you. Yeah, when, just when stupid young, stuff. You know, I mean, especially like you know everybody was a picture on a board game. Yeah, a, a my buddy doll. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Well, I see. I'm a little bit, I, I like a little it. bit younger, so like even yeah. more so like. That was already a th- like child's play was already a thing by the time I had the cognizance to like understand. Yeah, well, it's my like, body. that was like the thing. It's like I, I my cousin had one, and you know, and that's like they scared me by telling me about it comes to life. And of course, Chucky and all that. Of course, it does. Like, really, really, just kind of stuck with me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just read something this past week how Michael Caine decided when he played. Scrooge in a Muppet Christmas Carol that he was just going to play the whole movie as straight as possible Mm -hmm. and like if you watch it back it's so like it he just plays that whole thing straight like not that there's Muppets around nothing like he is like doing a Juilliard yeah just performance in that movie I mean that's what makes it so good definitely you know it it is it is played for semi-comedy tongue-in-cheek stuff Mm -hmm. but it is played that whole movie's played pretty straight. Yeah. Even on even on the Muppet side. Yeah. Like like Gonzo's the comedic relief, but like Yeah. Kermit, Kermit's doing a pretty straight cratchit. Like Yeah. It's not it's not as it it's silly where it needs to be. Yeah. Because like, you know, my, like, my, my favorite's the Marley and Marley. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's what makes the Muppets so special yeah. so special. That's a just, not just that one, but that is kind of a, like, it's almost a, like, if, if Nightmare Before Christmas could be considered a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie, shouldn't, like, A Christmas Carol almost fall into that same realm? Not, it doesn't have to be Muppets, but just, like, they're, they're supernatural. There's, there, there is a horror piece to it. There's ghosts. Yeah, I think the only thing that holds it back is like Christmas is part of the theme of the movie. It literally is in the title. Yeah. It's in the title. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's it's, you know, so heavily on that. Whereas a nightmare before Christmas is has Christmas in the title, but it's more, you know, there's these things from Halloween town. Yeah. So, you know, that's how it combines the two. Not many, not many other things can combine two holidays like that because like. So here, here's here's one for you. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Why is it a Christmas movie? I, because my thing is, like, I like saying it because it's funny to say it is, but it's like Christmas I think, isn't really I the... I think a movie that takes place with the central time of being Christmas. So so I think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. 
just in the same realm as Home Alone is. So oh, okay, you know what? That's a good point. Like home, the central theme is that it is Christmas time. Yeah, but it's it is a I don't even know what else to like to like like heist movie I guess almost to a certain degree. But like yeah. it's like Christmas just sets up the circumstance for what what of we're why about it's to going see. on. Yeah. So if Home Alone, if if Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, is Home Alone now on the, yeah. in the same vein? Goodfellas isn't a Christmas movie. But there is a pretty important scene of Goodfellas that yeah. takes place at Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's because like the movie does a full time, a full, full it, timeline. Yeah, it's over and over and over again. Yeah. So, but it, but I think a it a Die Hard that takes place in a very small time frame, like yeah, Christmas movie. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Now now then, with with Dustin in mind, mm-hmm. Batman Returns. You know what? That's another one. It's like, is Batman Returns a Christmas movie? I mean, I guess so. I want to so, make the case. It's so heavily focused around yeah. the holidays. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I never would have thought about no. that. But if the standard, if our standard for it is um, <laughs> what you just said with Die Hard and Home Alone, then yeah. Then yeah, Batman Returns, Batman is, Returns a Christmas is a Christmas movie. movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Which then, you know, everyone put it on your list. Yeah. Batman Returns, Christmas so, movie. Talk about movies that scared the shit out of me. That's Batman Returns always. That, you know, and that's that's almost like into that that genre of like, it's not really a horror movie, but it just scares the yeah. shit out of you. Just the, yeah. the way that... The Tim Burton's... Yeah. The way he does like his visuals and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Edward Scissorhands, like that creeps... It, it creeps me out more than scares me. Like even yeah. like Edward Scissorhands just has those like visuals that are more on the creepy side and it's a weird dude that lives in a big creepy house castle whatever you want to call it that has scissors for hands yeah yeah it that's it's pretty creepy yeah and, and then and Ashley, it has and then, price yeah so, and then yeah. ashley heard shows up yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah poor uh, guy allegedly allegedly yeah. just uh, Throwing it out there. If you just throw an allegedly in there, everything's okay. Yeah, that you Amber say. heard, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, as long as you don't commit to it, you can say exactly. whatever. So you can say whatever you want to be like, ah, I didn't really mean that. I, yeah. But so, so we're coming coming towards the end. And one thing, it's like, you know, when we're doing going to do these special guest things because it is redriverhorror.com. Just try and throw out there. Give me, it doesn't have to be, you can give me like three. It can be one, whatever. What would you say is either like your favorite horror movie or horror franchise? And then what's one where it's like, you saw it, and I couldn't give you enough money to watch it again. Like, just the absolute biggest piece of trash you've ever seen in the horror genre. Oof. Because I, uh, I can give you mine right now. Mine's always going to be The Ring 2. Interesting. It's so, <laughs> it's so, so, so bad. <laughs> so, I'm going to start with that one, and I'm just going to say something that is maybe a little controversial. I do not like any of the American Horror Story stuff. Okay. Like, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and I I like Nip Tuck. I yeah. like I, I I enjoy that. I like anthology type of shows. Mm-hmm. I just I can't do American Horror Story. It it's too. I think there's too much tongue in cheek going on in it, which is going to be, which people are going to probably get double slapped from both sides when I say this. That my favorite horror franchise is a hundred percent Evil Dead. Yeah. So 
so when you say tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. I mean the entire Ash character is it, after basically after halfway through Evil Dead Two is just tongue in cheek. Yeah, it just be he became Ash became slapstick like halfway through Evil Dead Two, which is just a remake of Evil Dead. Let right, just call it he just it goes is. insane. Yeah, and he just goes insane and becomes the Ash that we all know and love. Yeah, I mean I love all of them. I sure. love everything, all the Evil Dead's Bruce Campbell, and it's like, oh, which one do you like better? It's like, I'm I'm one of those people where it's the first one's always going to be my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I'm always going to love that, and then even with, like, two Army of Darkness, it's like, I still love them, and I enjoy them. Army of Darkness is probably one of my favorite movies, yeah. period. It, ha- it has to be, if it's not in a top 10, it's in at least in a top 15 for me. Yeah, and it's just like, it's a real shame because like Ash vs. Evil Dead didn't know, get a didn't, didn't get, get a fair a, finish. No, absolutely not. And I thought the show was great. It, it was so much fun. It was and it was perfect for what it was. Yeah. I mean it it's just like, took it and was just like riding riding that wave of Yeah. The nostalgia that was coming along and the the fandom never left it. It did evil it did both Evil Deads and Army of Darkness Justice. Yeah. Like it didn't it didn't super camp every anything up any further than those movies are camped to begin with. But yeah, yeah it was great. Um I'd say the other the other franchise that and, and is selected, but Scream. I mean Scream I'm not a fan of Scream. No, 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 Scream. no, no, no. Okay, I'm saying so I'm saying I'm saying all right. American Horror Story. Ugh. American Horror Story is the one yeah. where it's like I couldn't pay you to watch it. But it come. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically you could because Ashley watches it all the time. I watch. Uh, so so you, you don't have a choice. So I don't have a choice, but you, she you, really enjoys it. You don't don't care for it yourself. No, I've seen two. I've seen two seasons. I've seen one full season of it, and that yeah. was the. Um, they're filming a reality show to haunt a house season. Okay. It, it was yeah, it was right. bad. I, and I think that I think it was critically bad as hotel? well. Is that hotel? No, it's not a hotel. I, I can't mm, remember. I don't know. And one of the past ones here, which was like the eighties campy one, that again, two it was just too tongue in cheek. They're killing Oingo Boingo and whatever the hell is going on. It just it, it gets too silly. Yeah. Whereas the first season was like really good. And but you couldn't and, pay me to to go back and watch it. No. You couldn't. I. I wouldn't. No. I mean, you. You probably. I. Listen, as as the million dollar man says, everybody's got price, <laughs> but there there's definitely a price to it. But I wouldn't want to do it. Okay. But Scream franchise, Scream two, three, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Scream three three's the stand the this the garbage. Yeah, one, I mean one, it was one, it was just a commercial. It was yeah. it was a cash grab. Yeah, one, two, four. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, three. I love Scream Three soundtrack, which is just something I've always loved because like I even had like the CD. Well, that was the, that was yeah. that time that I if yeah. if there was any blockbuster movie coming out, it had an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, it, it was you know if it, if it was a movie like that, it was some sort of heavy Manson type of stuff like mm-hmm. going on and then then you had the best one which maybe maybe the best late 90s early 2000s soundtrack 
not another teen movie. Yeah. Which was just all like heavy industrial covers. I mean, there were covers of weird eighties yeah. songs. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that was like the fun of it. Yeah. And that was like, well, that was also like a thing in a, in a lot of those nineties movies that like you might for, might forget about. Cause like, so like, I know what you did last summer. Like when, I uh, went back and watched that for the episode we did on it. Um, it's a uh, typo negative doing a cover of summer breeze. Yep. <laughs> you, you, you shared that like a couple months back. Yeah. And I was like, this is not I did. <laughs> like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. Th- it, it's a trip. Yeah. It, so. it is a, a literal nightmare. And, and ladies and gentlemen, we have in the studio typo negative. They're going to play the song out. No, we don't have typo negative today. No. They're probably not bagging anymore, I'm assuming. I don't think so. I mean, they might be. Yeah. Maybe still going on. I was never big on them. No. So what are you going to do? All right. So we have favorites, Evil Dead franchise, Scream franchise, American Horror Story, not a fan. Nope. Nah. And that's okay. I mean, so like, you know, my fiance also is a big fan of it. So that's how I started like watching again just because it's on. Um, and you know what? I now thinking about it after this conversation, what I would like to go back, maybe just that one season of Nip Tuck with the Carver. Ooh, I would talk about you, a show you, that's not a horror show with a. You gr- could you could pay me to watch that yeah, season again with a great horror element, the Carver. I am not gonna say that I'm a, an SJW. Is that is that a, is that a bad word? I don't know, but I, I wonder how. And there's probably a lot of stuff in Nip Tuck that doesn't pass the smell test in 2020. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. There's, an <laughs> uh, I, but I but I do want to go. I do want to go back and watch The Carver now. Yeah, I've been trying to convince Ashley to watch True Blood for a while, but yeah. like I only want her to watch. Like, can we just watch like seasons like one through three, and then we'll just well, cut th- off again? Talking about that getting a reboot. It's, I, first, I'm hearing of this. Yeah. I don't know how bring, I feel bringing about that. True Blood another another chance. Or sucky. Yeah. It's a shame. That's such a good show that just, you Fell know. Off. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing just in t- TV in general. It's like, you know, where it's like maybe we shouldn't commit to just trying to make as many seasons as possible until no one can stand watching it anymore. Yeah, well, always sunny and they just did another four four seasons of that. Yeah. And then Charlie Day's like, "Listen, I want to see us to go out in a, in a fizzle, not a bang." Like of course you do. Yeah. I mean, he's getting paid. Yeah. Well, the, like that's that what, too. that's what it always comes down to. Yeah. It's like, if you're making money, why would you stop? Yeah. Well, Jerry Seinfeld though, I guess the exception to the rule who's just like, you know, this show's had enough and it, it has to stop. Yeah. Some people understand the. Yeah. I mean, but you know, when the, something needs to die. Yeah. That's why I get hooked on. I like the shows where it's like, it's going to have a definitive beginning and a definitive ending. So we, at which, some point, which, be, is, wi- seasons, which is why I do like the anthology series. Like I yeah. like the idea of American Horror Story. I like the idea of a Fargo. Yeah. Another another show that I will say is almost horror esque, but isn't really a horror movie because there any anytime you throw like murder into there, there's there's a creepiness to it. But I love that. I love those type of shows. I just don't like American Horror Story. Yeah. Hey, and that's okay. And that's because a lot of it's, I mean, it's, it's I can go it's, on my, it's, I think it's my Ryan Murphy soapbox that I, I hate a lot of the stuff that he did in Glee. 
Okay. Because I did, I watched like probably the first two seasons of Glee, but then he got like super on a soapbox about like Foo Fighters. Oh, we don't want our music in Glee just because they don't like the show. And it's like, well, Dave Grohl is, a, he hates because there's homosexuals in the show. It's like, no, he oh, doesn't. Hey, I, doubt, calm, I doubt that's the reason. <laughs> calm down, Ryan yeah. Murphy. It's where, like, you know, some people can't stand the sound of a Glee club. Uh, uh, acapella, yeah. uh, as as a lead singer of a, or, uh, let me back it down, as a former lead singer of a barbershop quartet. Oh, nice. I hate the majority of barbershop quartet and <laughs> acapella stuff and all that. Yeah. It's super cheesy. It is the campy of camp. Bar- Barbershop yeah. is the horror of music. I like that. <laughs> that might be the title of the episode. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Barbershop is the, is the horror, horror of music. music. Yeah. I mean, eh, what are you going to do? It's all yeah, the American horror. It's like, but the, my thing with that is it's where it has those. It has moments where it's like, oh, this could be good. And then it just cheeses itself out mm-hmm. of it. And I think that's what you have to do when you're just trying to be an entertaining show and you can't really go all out because you're on FX. And it's like, yeah, that's FX fair. gets pretty raunchy. Yeah. they can. But it's like, you know, why Why do they have to try and always add a comedy element? To yeah. The, I mean, the only thing they're fine against is advertising. Yeah. They just don't want to get too, they don't want to get too raunchy because they don't want to get, they don't want to lose advertising. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah. all it is. That's all it is. But we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I don't know if that show. I guess that show will be coming back. I would assume, yeah, I, as as it does. A lot, a lot of stuffs back in production, from what I've seen. Yeah, like there's kind of we're we're full steam ahead. I I guess it makes sense if I can quarantine for 14 days and go and do Punta Cana. Why can't someone quarantine for two weeks and go and film six weeks of a show? That's what they do. I mean, they do. Yeah. They do a bubble. We had uh, yeah. Adam Sandler was in That's town true. filming something, and um, shout out to Adam Sandler. Shout out to yeah, Adam Sandler. Thanks, Much Fr- love. friend of the show. Yeah, big friend of the show. You know, he's so they, his crew, like the not him, but the some cast and crew were in a bubble at the Concha Hocken Marriott Hotel, mm. and I'm sure he was in his own paid yeah, for I mean, a bubble of probably yeah. just got him an entire not entire a, house somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Taking, taking care of himself. But that being said, let's call it a day. It has been a pleasure having you on. Absolutely. It's been Thank a pleasure you. being here. Yeah. I mean, we'll, and you'll have to come back. I know where you live. You do. For now. And we'll follow it up from there. So that's all we have for this week's episode of the Red River Horror Podcast. Thank you. And if you would like to come on, if you've got a story to tell, you can reach us at redriverhorror at gmail.com. You can find me at Red River Joe on Twitter. You can check out our main Twitter at Red River Horror. All those good things. All those good things. And as always, remember to keep traveling those channels of fear. (laughs) 